All right, it's episode 35 of the Talking Ball podcast. Yes, it's Ryan and Antonio back better than ever. Antonio, I'm just saying, we, we've done 35 episodes of this? I know, we're getting that uh, half-century mark. Yeah. We're going to have to plan a party or something. Right. Um, But no, it's just like we're actually, the, the duo is back. Mason had his own thing going on this week, you know, yep, and yep. we talked about, He's like, oh, make me a full timer, blah blah. We're like, you know, we'll, we'll look into it. He's got his, he's got a good thing going with his podcast. Yeah, he so does. he said he had recording on, but you know, it's good to be back. It's been a week, but also very slow in the sports world. Yeah, I mean, but let's start. I know we had MLB. Let's start off with your boy Jokic. I mean, yes, Denver yeah. Nuggets fan. What do you think of that? Well, he won MVP today. He actually got the trophy at a, a horse ranch in <laughs> Serbia because he he rides horses. I saw him riding like a the little buggies. wagon. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he got his MVP trophy. But it was kind of cool, like Co- Coach Malone and, and the entire Nuggets PR staff, they actually flew to Serbia to give him his trophy, and that's that's a pretty long flight. So uh, shout out to them for doing that. But, you know, like as a Denver Nuggets fan, I- I'm happy he won it for sure. Um, I-, I think he's somewhat deserving, but I'd I- I be honest with you, I thought Embiid should have won it, to be honest with you. Um, which a lot of people thought yeah, he was going to take it this Embiid year. Embiid or, or, or Giannis, uh, which is fine. I mean, again, I, I think either three of those guys are worthy worthy winners, but I thought, I thought Embiid definitely from – from the start of the season to the end of the season, especially what he's playing through in the playoffs. And I know it's a regular season award. I get that. But uh, I, I thought Embiid should have won it. But I, I'm losing. I'll take it. A back-to-back MVP. I mean, that that's a serious – I mean, it's only happened a handful of times. So well, I'm, I'm for the big man, it. too, uh, Giannis was the last guy, wasn't he? Yes. Was Giannis for the last last two, the previous four, you could say, out of the lot previous four, is Giannis back-to-back yep. and then Jokic back-to-back yeah, now. Yeah, Steph, I think – yeah, Steph uh, back in 2012, I want to say. Or no, I'm sorry. Twenty. Uh, oh, but for big, but for big men. Oh, big men. For, yes, for yes, big yes. men. Because I don't yeah. think Shaq won back to back. No, I don't think so. You, I think Duncan did. I think. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's pretty. It's a pretty slim list. Because I know Shaq won in 2000. Yes. The first year of the three P. Yeah. That's when he like had every statistical category known to man. Yeah. He won. Um, I I'm with Jokic just in the sense of uh, Michael Porter Jr. was down, mm-hmm. and oh my God, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray was down. And he did a lot more with less. You're where, right. Where Embiid had, I would say he had like, cause he still had, um, he still had core pieces around him that helped in the East. Yeah. I'm not saying the East is weak, but Jokic still solidified a what the five seed was it six the six seed yeah with without with, those with nothing yeah, with the, right. without those players right and right 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 he was literally the team he was the guy dropping almost thirty a night and and that's the thing Embiid had the he had thirty a night he was averaging but it's just kind of like when you have. Uh, Danny Green, when you have guys like that to to facilitate and just help you on the court, and, that's, yeah. and then the the uh, addition of uh, Curry's brother, mm-hmm. um, oh Seth, Seth Curry. Curry, yeah, before the trade, you. he yeah. um they he you know he's had pieces even that come in and out, even without Ben Simmons. Yeah, I think Ben Simmons would have hurt Embiid, but I mean he's gonna get it next year. I just think it was more just Jokic was unstoppable. Yeah, I mean he, he was. and defensively, I mean it's just it's showing that big men can thrive in today's NBA, where like oh it's a star driven guard league, and now it's like. Well, the past four years, you've had power forwards or centers in Giannis and Jokic win MVP. Yeah. And the sec- the guy that fell second both times, you could say Embiid, is a center. So I, th- I just think the big men are finally solidifying to show that they're athletes in this league too. But really, I mean, that kind of st- that's just all the noise. I mean, they got some series still going on. The Heat and the, the Heat are still going. I think they took the series lead last night 3-2. to two. Yep. And then you have Milwaukee still in it with, with Boston, which is a great series, yes. I, I got to add. And so, do you, who do you have actually coming out of that series, Boston or Milwaukee? Because they're kind of they're like neck and neck with each other. They each are, game. yeah. And and game six or game five, excuse me, is in Boston tonight. Um, I, I to be honest with you, I, I'm I'm going to stick with my pick. I'm going to go with the Bucks. Uh, I think they're going to figure it out. I think they'll win tonight, and I think they'll win the next game in in Milwaukee. 
you know, Giannis is really doing a lot. I mean, he is really expending a lot of energy. He is basically leading every stat for them. And of course, Chris Middleton is out. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick with the Bucks. Uh, I had I, I have Bucks Warriors in the finals, so I'll stick with the Bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Suns from the West. Okay. And speaking of the Suns, with Booker coming back, I, I'm just gonna jump to. I got I got Milwaukee coming out of the East. Okay, I have them. I actually have a rematch with them because I had Brooklyn and the Lakers beginning of the season. We all Oof. we all know who not we went. Don't need to go way. down that rabbit oh, hole God. again. <laughs> I think the Bucks are gonna pull it off. But the way the Heat are playing, that's it's gonna that's gonna be a good series if they oh, if sure. they do meet in the conference finals. Yeah. Um. I got Phoenix coming out when they're healthy and they're starting to click again and get healthy. I just don't see any team in the West competing with them. I hope you're it's, right. And so I I want to see Chris Paul get one. I want to see yeah. Minnie Mama and Booker get one. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm a big fan of the city of Phoenix. The couple the one time I should say that I've actually been there. And so is it a nice city? Nice city, and and it's just one. Of the, it's growing, and oh, so it's okay. just like when they're going to like the like the Suns are winning, but I just hope they don't fall in that same curse as like Stoudemire and Nash, where mm. it's like they had oh, these yeah. talented teams and they mm-hmm. just couldn't get like over that pull, hump. get over yeah. that hump. It's like because mm-hmm. what the Spurs knocked them out, and Mavs then it was like and, I mean, the yeah, Mavs, and then yeah. the Lakers dynasty came through again yeah. after the Shaq era, and so I just I want to see Phoenix win one. I want to see Booker get one because. I mean, it's not a gimme anymore. I mean, when's the last time someone repeated in the championship? It's the Warriors? Yeah, the Warriors. And so yeah. that was because they were doing but they, they were in a super for, duper team. Super duper team, yeah. exactly, to win it. And so I, I think Phoenix is going to come out of the West. I just, Clay Thompson's not Clay. Jordan Poole's mm, stepping yeah, up. True. But I think once you get, you actually face a team that can compete with you on the outside, like the Phoenix Suns can. You have a, you have a veteran point guard in Chris Paul mm-hmm. who knows how to lock down guys like, or not, I'm not saying you're going to lock down Steph, which is, that's hard to do. And his whole career, really in general, but Chris Paul is that guy that can do it. Yeah, but B- Booker can do that to pool or or Clay, and you're going to count on Draymond to win you a series. It's <laughs> the not triple gonna, single, you know, quadruple singles. What Charles right, calls right, him, right, right. But, but speaking of Phoenix, what's your take on fans? You know, we talk about fans and umpires and all that. What's your take with the fans in Dallas going after? Yeah, um, Chris Paul's like family. You know, yeah, he, like, and he had a rant on Twitter. He's, yeah, he was like, he was F- pissed, and he like, never does that. And yeah, so, what's was, your take on it? And especially him being the well, I don't think he's the president anymore. I think it's CJ McCollum, but he was the president of the Players Association. And to send out a tweet like that, like he never does that. Uh, you know, look, he has the right to be mad, in my opinion. I mean, if they put hands on his family, I mean, that's like you don't do that, you know. And it looked like he was a kid that did it, like a. He looked like he was like 15 or something like that. Yeah, he looked young. Like he was definitely a teenager. Yeah. So apparently he put hands on his mom, and I guess his kids felt unsafe, and everybody was jawing at him. And you know, look again. I I always say this: like, just because you buy a ticket doesn't give you the right to act like a jackass. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think that's my take on it. And you know, I I would I would hope that you know going forward they're gonna feel safe at games. You know what I mean? So that's that's my take on it. You know? I just I think a malice in the palace needs to happen again to let oh, fans God. know that players are about that life. <laughs> But it keeps like repeating itself, doesn't it? Like with the Kyrie situation, and now this, and it's just like you know, with Russell Westbrook always getting in fights with the fans. And like, the crazy thing is, it's always the ones that are closest to the players. Yeah, you know, you yeah. see that, and you see them heckling. You've heard LeBron like, "Well, we should just play without fans," you know, if we're going to get. It's like, no, well, no, that's no, not going to happen no, because there's no. millions on the billions on the line yeah, throughout for years, sure, for sure. And that's where your money revenue comes from is from fans and the seats that they buy. So yeah. fans are always going to be a part of the game. It's just, I think they need to start making statements like. That one, like, if it gets to a physical altercation, it there needs to be like, okay, you're you're banned from the from the arena. Like, oh, I think they're sure. they're banned till 2023. Right. So it's like, okay, so you're gonna miss the playoffs, which they're gonna be out. Dallas is gonna be out in what? Probably two more games. I would say so. And then you, okay, then the season starts end of October. So right. really, you're just you're banning them for two months. Where it's Pretty like, much. Yeah. You should make it just a full calendar season. You cannot come here to the Dallas Mavericks arena or any any game here for a year. Mm, yeah. I mean. 
Yeah, you're right. Just, just at a president, you know. Yeah, it's right, like, exactly. And because, yeah. like, you saw New York with the Yankees it was with those fans. Like, those fans should be banned mm-hmm. for a year. I agree. And yeah. fine. I mean, you got to fine them and all this because it's like, yeah, once you put- if Chris Paul would have jumped in those stands oh, God, yeah. and done something to, say, defend his It'd family. be a nightmare. He would have been fined, suspended. Who, sure, know, who sure. knows what happened? Sued by the family? Right, sued by right. other bystanders? It's just like, there's the players say there's no protection for them, and maybe you got to... That that was in the stand, so it actually wasn't a player, but mm-hmm. it was the impact of a player's family member. Right, right. And so, I say you just have private seating for players fa- for family, where yeah, it's just a, a box idea. where it's like yeah, 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 yeah. Family for the Phoenix Suns yes. and family and friends for that, and then you yes. have a you have almost like a hockey box, right? Where the, yeah. there's a penalty box where you just separate them yeah, with, yeah, yeah, with glass yeah, yeah. and all that, and not glass, but just like whatever it is, you know, um, reinforced plastic yeah, like or the, the rope. Or yeah, yeah, something yeah, where it's yeah. like yeah. They're in their low private or give them VIP. I mean, right. it's a player's family member. You might as well. Yeah, I, no, I totally agree. Accommodate with you. to that in that sense. So, and once you start, once you start, like, like you said, find or the law. Like, once you get the law and money involved, I feel like people won't. You know, they'll probably think twice about doing it. I'll you tell know? you what, though, that she was a cougar, the one that got escorted out. I was more paying attention to her than the actual <laughs> scene that happened. I mean, His that's mom. just me. That's just me. <laughs> but yeah, that's just me just being a little horn dog. But that, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. But no, it's just all jokes aside. It's just. They have to do more for the for the players and the protection. Because it's like, what if you hear the John at players? Players is one thing, but it's like that's just family trying to enjoy and watch the yeah, game. Right, like exactly. Yeah, right, exactly. And so and those che- those seats aren't cheap. No, God no. So that's really all I got for NBA. Yeah, though. right. Yeah, no, the NBA. You know, it's in full swing in the, in the playoffs right now. And of course, you know, we talked about the Milwaukee Boston series. The you know, I I I don't know what it is, man. I just think I just have a good gut feeling that the Warriors are going to make it again. I don't and I don't want them to. I want the Suns to make it, but. We'll see what happens with that. I think if they're fully healthy, and I think if Clay plays better, they'll be okay. Uh, I mean, Draymond's got to. I mean, he's got to do something besides play. I mean, defense is important, but I'm saying he's got to score a little bit. So we'll see what happens with that. And then, um, you know, the like you said, the other series, you know, the Heat and Sixers. I think the Heat are going to win that one. I, poor Joel Embiid, man, broken face, torn ligaments in his thumb, concussion. I mean, this guy has been through it all this season, man. Did you so, see what Barkley was saying? Like, yeah, he was. Oh, like, yeah. oh, this and that, blue, blue, blue. And it's just Jokic, like he has yeah. a, he has a. Broken face, right. a concussion. He's not thinking about and, the and who and who knows what at this point. Right. It's just like the He's, guy's trying to survive exactly, in the playoffs. Exactly. And so I, I see them making a splash trade this offseason. I don't know. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I don't know who, but we've been saying like maybe Dame to mm-hmm. Philly. I mean, I think they're gonna try and package something, either bring him yeah, or some Harden, or some Harden superstar. Just, he just doesn't got it anymore. I, I don't know what it is. He had a good game the other day, but and he some has... team like the Wizards or Houston again is gonna sign him for another forty five million. Oh, for he, sure. He'll max out two hundred mil. Yeah, he'll max yeah. out. Yeah, that's going to be interesting, and the Harden situation is going to be interesting. You know, we talk about guys like Harden and Russ and AD, and like it's going to be interesting to see like w- where these guys play next season for sure. Um, but yeah, Harden just can't put two consecutive games back to back with thirty or because w- he was such an explosive scorer in Houston and even in Brooklyn a little bit. So like Philly would love like twenty twenty bubble Houston. Yeah. He was still dropping thirty forty. Was right. a force me record with on the court, but yeah. You'd rather go to strip clubs and party than, than, <laughs> well, than put, it on the, put on the court. So, you know, Miami. So can't blame the guy in a sense, but yeah. So that's that's pretty much it for the NBA, man. We, you know, it, again, the playoffs are kind of windling down, but um, you know, again, yeah, Jokic MVP. I'm happy for him. But let's move on to the MLB, man. Man, the Mariners are struggling. Oh They're god, struggling. I don't even know where to start. Um, I can take a positive out of it though. Ty France, one of the best hitters in the league. JP Crawford got brought up to bat, I believe, clean up behind wow. Suarez. Winker keeps dropping in the lineup, and and then they they actually benched Kellen today. We're recording of this on the thirteenth. Yes, no, the eleventh. Eleventh. 
Oh, Friday's the 13th. That's yeah. right. Ooh. Oh, boy. Ooh. <laughs> no, but they're they're making these moves, and now they're really seeing who can pan out and who can. And mm. I've been talking. Last week, Mason said, like, you can't trade Winker. No, sure you can. If I he's not performing yeah. to the if expectations not, yeah, you right, want, right, right. it's not that he gets him as a person. He seems like a great guy, but you're trying to win championships. Yeah. And Suarez is kind of, eh, right now, but he's hitting the ball hard, and he does hit a home run every couple games or whatever, but... I mean, the best the best takeaway from it is Ty France is going to be contending for a batting title. You have J.P. Crawford, who's who's living up above expectations. Mm-hmm. He and and then you also have Julio, who yeah. this month is also, um, he's batting like three sixty five for the month of May right wow. now. And so, and he went three for four the other night, and he's his bat starting to heat up. He's not that he hasn't been seeing the ball. I think he's he's protecting the plate better, and he's just getting more on top of the ball and driving it. And that's the Julio you expected this season. I think he's going to bat around 280 when it's all said and done. Because mm-hmm. it's baseball's a long season. I'm not throwing the talent for the Mariners yet, but it's like they get they got to make a trade for for a pitcher. Yeah, and because you're seeing it now, you're starting to see the Marco Gonzalez start to come out. You're seeing Brash had an eh, okay game, but Kirby came up and had a spectacular yeah, game. Yeah, let's talk about him and Robbie Ray before we get to Kirby. So Robbie Ray, it's he doesn't throw hard, and so the thing is he. He's he's in a picture friendly ballpark, but it's he's how do how do I put it? He's not been he, dominant, I guess, right? He's not he's not as dominant, but it's still a long season, and if you can stay healthy, because you see starting pitchers go down halfway through a season, they're like you got to cut it out. Like he can't be pitching every five games, every four games. So I think I think he'll really turn it around. It's still colder in the colder months. Once it starts warming up, mm-hmm. I think he's gonna he'll break out of it. I think he's still becoming accustomed to Seattle mm-hmm. and the team and all yeah, that. Where yeah. he fits in, the, the, these group of guys fit in. He came to Seattle on a seven year contract. I mean, money talks, yeah. but he probably gonna got paid more to be like a Yankee or a dog. Oh, you know what sure. I mean? So yeah, it's just like yeah. there was oh, something yeah. about this team where he's like, I want to go play in Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's he like he wanted to come to Seattle. So there's something special there. It's just. I mean, they called Kirby up. Kirby had a great game, and so it's just really. I think you need to get the young bucks, and now that uh, Lewis is going to be coming back soon, he's been tearing it up in AAA. So it's a matter of that outfield's crowded, and you got to bring a starting pitcher in, and you got to see who's on the trading block. I mean, if Kellenic isn't panning out come trade deadline, hmm. I think you strongly consider trading him. Really, and okay. I know he's a top prospect, but yeah. players are going to want that. So if you think you have better prospects to groom to give a couple years while there's some veterans on this squad, yeah, like if you yeah. want to keep a winker, right. Julio's not going anywhere. Hanniger's on a one-year deal. He's going to stay and retire a Mariner probably. After after that thing for the Athletic, that that letter he wrote, he's staying in Seattle. I mean, yeah, when yeah, he's yeah. healthy and not on the COVID protocol, he's a 280-440 home run guy. Yeah, you got It power. showed last year. Yeah. So I just think they need they need another bat in, but the bat just got to wake up for Seattle. It's like they're like we were talking a couple weeks ago. They could drop five on you in one in, in one inning and it's over. You haven't seen that the last two weeks. So you're saying basically the the Hitting is more of an issue than the pitching is. Hitting is more of an issue, and that's been the problem for the Mariners in the past. Like even Frazier's cooled down. And Frazier was yeah. going like four for five, three for four. He was getting doubles, and he's even cooled down. And so baseball's a long season. I'm not throwing the towel in yet. No, no. Because I know we had the Angels on this list. So I guess we do. You want to jump to the Angels real quick? What do uh, yeah. you think of Rendon hitting a oh, hitting a uh, that was an insane. oppo home run from the opposite side? He's yes. never done his life. He's not even a switch hitter. It was against Brett Phillips, but either way, I don't care who it's against. Like that's hard to do. You know what I mean? Like he hit a four eleven. Yeah, he did. He, to the long part of the ballpark too. Yeah. And so and it's and Trout's getting hot and Otani's starting to get hot again and and. You know, what I wanted to bring up was, and again, it's a long season. The Braves are in this position midseason where they were really out of it, and then they came back, made the playoffs, they got in the tournament, and look what happened. So I'm not saying it's over for the Mariners at all, but you know, one thing you have to look out for, I guess, is, is the Astros are hot now. They've won eight straight, I believe. 
Uh, you know, the, the Angels are getting hot. So it's crowded at the top of that division for sure. Top of the division, the AL in general, because yeah. the Yankees aren't going anywhere. The Red Sox aren't going anywhere. Well, the Red, not the Red Sox. The Red Sox are terrible. So they're terrible right now, but they but have you, that yeah, they have true, that star true. power. It's like it's showing. They can, they're they're can hitting they're hitting the ball. Trevor right. Story. True, true. If he doesn't turn up, he could be on the market. I mean, yeah. realistically, I mean, he just signed a, a long contract, but right, right. the media is saying like he's avoiding them. And it's like, no, he's he's not avoiding you guys. He's actually going and batting in the cage for an hour after a game and looking right. at film. Yeah. His his obligation is not to make sure you guys can rip him. Like I, I right. there's just something about Boston media. <laughs> I know we talk about like the East Coast is a is a it's it's a jungle out yeah. there, man. Like they will chew you up and spit you out the media, you know. Where he's just I think he's just like he's not I'm not gonna let the media get to me. Mm. I just I know what I gotta do. I'm trying to make these adjustments. Which the Red Sox, if they had a problem with him, they would they would have addressed it already. Yeah, he, sure. they know he's in a slump. He knows he's in a slump. He's not going out and be like, oh, there's always tomorrow, or going out partying, you know, right, where it's just right. like, he doesn't want to address you, just leave it be. That's how I see it. Yeah. And so, I know we work in media, and the media has their purpose to, yeah, for sure. to report and cover games and players, but it's like, saying he's avoiding you is not the thing. He's going and practicing after a three-hour yeah, game. A re- I think it's a good reason, you know. He's at that ballpark for 12-plus hours a day. Because right. you get there for your the pregame, you're there all day, you do your batting practice, you're fielding, you're stretching, and blah, 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 then you have your game, and he's staying for an hour to bat, then an hour to watch film. So it's like... The guy's living the life of an athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry he doesn't want to talk to you for five minutes. <laughs> right. Well, I think if he's going and practicing, I think that's a good excuse to, to me. I mean, I think, well, not an excuse, just a reason, you know. But, yeah, no, they're, they're, they should be able – I mean, look, and like you said, the Blue Jays are still there. I mean, it's, it's, it's a crowded top of the AL right now. But, again, it's a long season, like you said. You know, the past two World Series winners turned it on. On the second half of the season, yep. and made it, and you know the Nationals and the Braves. Well, you you so. say two out of three. Yeah, right. Because the Dodgers won. Oh, in Dodgers! Right. I'm so sorry. I forget about that. Um, but yeah, and they had a 60 game season too. So we'll see. And you know, like I said, I think the Mariners will pick it up. But you, you, you we, in our rundown, you uh, typed umpire frenzy. What's going on with that? Have you seen the calls that they're not calling for strikes and balls yeah. and all? That? It's still going on. And last night, I caught. Actually, I was watching the Yankees game. Uh, I was streaming it just because I was like, oh, it's the Blue Jays Yankees. I'm going to watch this. You know, there's the top two teams in yeah, the league. For sure. On both sides, ALNL, it doesn't matter. These what two a game top it was, teams. by the way. And dude, Judge Hitter, oh, he crushed that man, ball. That was... Like, it goes off the bat, and the pitcher's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, you Ram- know, it's over. Romano was like, all right, what, what, what do you want me to do? You know? It, did you? So, what happened pretty much was um, Blue Jays pitcher threw the ball. Hit Donaldson in the elbow. Oh, I saw this. Oh. After after a home run was given up or something. Yeah, yeah. He didn't go for the head. No. It, you could have said it slipped, whatever. Anyways, Donaldson didn't fight it. The, the Yankees players didn't get mad. But then they said it was intentional. The umpires came together, threw yeah, him out. They threw him out. Yeah. And then the next play, Bo Bichette is up to bat. They beam it by his head. Nothing. Oh, they didn't throw him out? Nothing. Oh, and, and really? So Bichette, he's like, okay, you know, his helmet fell off because he got out of the way. Right. You're like, but the, and the players have said, like, you're going to. If you're gonna throw in, you're gonna hit us. It's part of the unwritten rules, yeah, right? Yeah, just yeah. don't go for the head. Right. Just right, don't go for the head. Right. They yeah. threw it hide inside, broke that unwritten rule. Yeah. And he shook his head. Okay. Okay. That's that's the warning. I I get it. He understood it, right? He didn't make a thing. But then the Blue Jays dug out. Yeah. Their manager gets tossed for saying, "Why? Why, why is he not yeah. tossed?" His manager got tossed. And right, then his manager right. gets tossed. That's right. And then was it was it the same week? Bumgarner's getting his hand massaged from an umpire, and the umpire just looking at him dead in the eye. Yeah, just, that was weird. And so Bumgarner's just like. Fuck, are you done? Yeah, right. And then, right. And then he just tossed it. Like he's looking for any reason to toss him. And then on top of that, I've watched multiple games this year, not just Mariners, but just like the Yankees game. I think it was a uh, uh, was it a Nationals game? I'm trying to remember who it was the other night, but a pitcher threw a cock fastball right down the middle. Guy took it. Just whatever, right? Took it. And he's he's waiting for them to him to call it a strike. 
Like, he caught the ball, and he's waiting to hear it. Right. He stepped off, waiting to hear if that was a ball or a strike. <laughs> and it showed. It, like, right down the middle. So it's, like, super obvious. Like, yeah. Super obvious. I just... This is why they want to go to technology. And yeah. I guess I'm all for the human element, but it's just, like, there are even ones where it's, like, it's not even close. Like, it's a strike. Like... Yeah. Like, I could have called it a strike. Well, we talked about Angel Hernandez field. last week, right? You know, and it's, it's just an umpire thing. There's just, like, I don't know what it is, but the, it's just, like, that union has to do something because now it's going to be players are going to start striking it as umpires. Mm. We don't want them. We're not playing if that's our umpire. Yeah, right. Then right, you're really right. going to start facing a problem. And so I think they need to address it where it's like, hey, if you if you wrongfully eject a coach, like for, say, the Bo Bichette, where the, the ball came up towards his head and the manager's trying to protect his players. You eject his pitcher for throwing, hitting Donaldson in an elbow pad. Mm. And even the Yankees were just like, they were, I think they were even shocked, like, wait, he got tossed for right. that? Like, yeah, right, they right. got tossed for that? And then yeah. they throw it purposely at Bo Bichette's head for the unwritten rule. And then you toss the opposing manager because he's like, dude, what the hell? Like, right, right, right. What, what, where's, where's the warning? Yeah. It's just like... I don't know. It's, it's, just it's just getting bad. Yeah. It's just getting bad at this point. She's like, there are great umpires out there, but it's just in this sense of just, you always have those bad feel. Like, the, the Bumgarner one was just yeah, amazing. That was, that was kind like, of. Like, even ESPN's like, what is, <laughs> what's this guy doing? He's, he's just, like, he, he wasn't even looking at his hand. He was just looking at him in the face <laughs> yeah. just to make eye contact. And Bumgarner, you know, he's one of those sassy players. He's like, dude, like, what's your problem? Right. What is the issue there? Yeah. And then I saw the buddy, his last appearance, I think it was last night. He, um, he looked at the umpire and he put his hand behind his back. He's like, nope. Uh, and the umpire allowed him like that. He just touched his hand. He's like, get out of here. But why like, stare at I don't get that. Why did he stare at he, him? I think he was looking for a reason. Yeah. And that was like the first inning. For, like very it was, first it inning, was, yeah. It was his first half. It was the half inning. And he got it through an inning. And then they, gone. And it was just like. And, and it's funny. Yeah, they, the umpire actually apologized after. But I'm just like, why would you stare at that him? That right there, that's a fine and a suspension. Yeah. I'm glad that's justifiable yeah, they gotta to be held accountable too. Guy. Yeah, right, right. So, right. and actually, speaking of Madison Bumgarner, I think that's the guy the manager should go after Ooh, at the yeah, trade deadline. That'd be a good World Series experience, World Series MVP, three-time champion. Double him up with Robbie Ray, two lefties, the top of your pitching rotation. Then you bring guys like Kirby Brashen mm-hmm. and Gilbert. I mean that. Yeah, that's that's something. Solid I mean, rotation. That's that's right not there. like a that's not like a rumor thing, but I'm just like Diamondbacks suck. Madison Bumgarner right. can help be a two or three in the rotation if you want to throw like a younger guy like Gilbert at two. But if you had something like where it was like Robbie Ray, Gilbert, and Bumgarner at your three spot, yeah. So and you then, expect them to make a trade? They're, they're going to trade for a starting pitcher. Yeah. I mean, I think the bullpen's good enough. They're, you're not seeing, um, what's-his-face, Castillo as much. Right. You're not seeing Chef. oh my God, Sheffield. <laughs> you know, it's Stick and Ryder and um, what's-his-face, Munoz are the guys and right now. Seawald closed it out last night. I saw that. So, so, yeah. I think they can turn it around. It's still early. It's still barely a month into the season. I'm not throwing the white talent. Like, if we're discussing this come all-star yeah, break. Then it's, yeah, yeah. Then it's yeah. panic time. Right, right. But they turned it around late last year, but you don't want to do that again because it showed every 90 game, wins every, isn't guaranteed to get you in counts, now. You need, to, right. you need to win 95. It's right. like the NFL. You have to win 12 games just to make a wild card now. Yeah. So, unless you're, playing, unless you're playing the NFC East. You're right, right. But... <laughs> but no, that's, that's really all I got for baseball. I, I think... But I think the Angels, I think they're gonna... I think they're about to slow down. I really do. Otani, he's doing well, but not like MVP Otani. Not as good as yet. And last Trout year. Yeah. always tears it up, and then something happens, and he gets hurt. Yeah. And so it's you never wish that upon anyone, but it's just he just has a track record. I think it. if any team that's doing well right now, I think the Angels are the one team that is going to slow down. Like you said, I, you know the, the Mets are doing well, the Yankees are doing well, 
Um, you know, the the Speaking of your Mets, what do you what do you think of your Mets? Yeah, you know what? I'm really happy with this team right now. I mean, I, I think overall they're a very solid squad on each position of the field. Um Pete Alonso is tearing it up this year. He's leading oh. the, he's leading the NL in RBIs, which I think Scherzer's expect. tearing it up. Yeah, Scherzer's tearing every start has been quality. The only, you know, obviously the downside is they moved DeGrom from the ten day IL to the sixty day IL. So I it doesn't look like he's going to pitch this year. I mean, honestly, I mean, I hope he does. I think they're shutting him down to see, yeah. like, okay, we're doing this with right. one. Let's yeah, just get true. him ready for postseason, yeah. really, to make a run. So, you know, I'm happy with it. Uh, I, I do think they'll probably add a bat at, at the, the trade deadline, get another veteran guy in there. You know, uh, Escobar's been struggling a little bit. I think he's not even batting. I think he's batting, like, low twos right now, 200s. <sighs> uh, but, you know, to suffice for that, uh, Francisco Lindor is having a great season. You know, very, very solid. He's getting on base. The MVP, like MVP candidate, Lindor yes. they got from Cleveland. Exactly. Who they, you know, paid a bajillion dollars to. So I'm happy with that. Their pitching could be a little better. I, I think they're, they're bullpen mostly. I think their starters are playing pretty, uh, playing pretty well. This Trevor McGill kid can really pitch. Yeah. He's, he's come on. Even he was the starter, opening day starter. And I mean, he hasn't slowed down since. So I'm happy with it, but again, it's the Mets, and I, and I just my big thing is they got to stay healthy. You know, last year they were decimated with injuries. They had the same team pretty much, but they were decimated with injuries. So if the if the Degrom injury is the only thing that happens this year, I'll be okay with that. You know, well, obviously I want to. And they're in a good there. division because we talk about like weak divisions, right? Yeah, the Phillies aren't up to par this year, and I actually oh. had them as possible. Yeah. Them and the Dodgers going. To face off for the World Series because yeah, they they picked up a bunch of good players and they, you look at their roster on paper it's pretty good and they mm-hmm. had decent pitching. I mean Zach Wheeler was a NL Cy Young candidate last year, so I don't know what's going on with them and they're, they're just not I, good. I don't think it, I think it's just management. Yeah. I really think it's just like locker room presence and management because you guys got like Schwarber, they have a uh, Ca- Castellanos. Castellanos, and then they have uh, Real Bri- Mundo, Bryce, and Real and then Muto, Bri- and yeah. then Bryce Harper and so it's and Nola, you Gene know Segura, yeah yeah Segura who actually tr- that. That's the one trade the Mariners have paid off with. It was Gene oh. Segura for J.P. Crawford and some oh, other guys. Right. And so it, right, it was yeah. a good even trade, I would say, in the better. But I think the Mariners took the top on that trade. I what, feel so, who yeah. J.P. has come to be yeah. as a player in the Seattle Mariners organization. But, I mean, it's like you got the, back to the East. You got the Marlins who are just, uh, you know. The Marlins and you got the Braves. They're not the World Series champions of no, last year. they've been struggling. And yeah. then the Phillies are struggling. So it's like really – it's. I think it's the Mets just to run away with it. Yeah. Unless the Phillies can just really like – still early like we've been saying – Baseball's a long season, but I think the Phillies have that structure where they can make that run because they won like ninety what ninety six games last year or yeah, something like that. They were like, in it. Yep. And yep. so it was just one of those like no no they didn't win ninety six. What am I thinking? But they the, were the, the, the previous year they won like ninety oh, something. Right, right, right. Because right. last year the Braves won the East with like eighty five wins or That's, something yeah, like right. eighty eight wins. And so a couple years ago the the Phillies did win like ninety some games, but it was. It's, I don't know. Baseball's a long season, yeah. so it's really... Well, the Mets are the one team that has the largest division lead out of any division leader. Um, but yeah, the, just the division itself. I mean, you talk about the Nationals. I mean, they just won a World Series two years ago. like Or three years ago, I'm sorry. A lot of people laughed and they blew it up pretty yeah, much, though. they still got Juan Soto, but I mean... I, yeah, they just blew it up. I guess the owner didn't want to pay him. I don't know. I mean, you win a World Series, you think that you're going to be a successful team for years to come after that. But, okay, that's baseball. Baseball's a really different sport, I feel like, because, you, you know, you could... I think it's the one sport where you can have a turnaround like that. You know, like you can go from like, you know, besides like the Orioles, you know, teams like that. But, you know, teams like like the Rockies, so they, they've been playing pretty well this year. Um, so Surprisingly, I was bashing. Like, they're not even going to do anything. Right, right. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. I mean, it, you know, it, it, baseball is a long season, like you said. I'm not worried about the Mariners. I'm not, not really worried about the Mets either. Uh, the Yankees are well, – the Yankees are the one team. I don't think they're going to be this good all year. No. But they're going to be, you know, a top contender for sure. So – 
We'll see, man. It's it's but it's been a, it's been a pretty exciting season so far. I mean, there's been some some wacky stuff that's happened yeah. in the MLB. So, Managers got to turn it around. Yeah, just trust the process. It's that's there, right. and the world's watching. And you were picked to win the, the excuse me the AL West. You better you better do it. We'll see. I got you guys in the World Series. Pick it up. That's right. <laughs> Did you make a bet on it or no? No, uh, no, okay, no, okay. no. That's okay. I had my money in my savings, and it got all confused. The whole Kevin Hart yeah. skit. Where I was just like, nah, I just, didn't, I just didn't do it. I, just, I might do some, I might do some like day day bets and all that later on, you know. Right. But it's just like, eh, right now, look, get your groove on, get your groove on, M's. So let's have, hopefully they do that. And uh, of course, you know, like you said, the weather's getting warmer, so we'll see. You know, baseballs will baseball will feel different when the summer months come for sure. Uh, let's move on to the NFL. And boy, oh boy, I mean, I, I you know, I said this on the air the other day during my regular show, my music show. You, we're just not going to be able to escape Tom Brady ever. Nope. <laughs> You know, I'm okay with it. Like it's just this guy is going to be in our in our TVs in our minds forever. But hey, good for him. He signed a 10 year, 375 million dollar contract with Fox to be their lead analyst with Kevin Burkhart because of course Joe Buck and and Troy are now with ESPN. So this is a huge get. I mean this this really I mean it was breaking news and I I thought to myself I said I don't think people are taking this as seriously as they should. I mean this is a big deal. It's big and that's more than he's earned in his 22 years. Is that right? And so and I think there's a majority of it it's if it it's guaranteed. Oh my goodness. So up to like a certain amount like I the thing is you're hearing it like was Montana wasn't a great commentator. Jason Witten wasn't a good commentator. And former pros can't commentate BS. They can't. Yeah. You just go for guys you think can do it. You right. think Montana can, he just doesn't have he just, he just wasn't that guy, you know? Like, he'd yeah. be a good, like, on ESPN to, like, cover, like, this Some and that. Some guys but not a, can't do it, Not man. a commentator, yeah. you know? But yeah. look, at, you say that Tony Romo's one of the best in the business sure. now, you know? And sure. He's calling plays before they happen. He's like, hey, yeah. it's a trip, right? This and that. Right, right. I saw this. They're going to dive right at the middle. Right guard's going to pull, you know? And he, he calls it to the T, you, you know? You know who I like, too? Greg Olson. I like Greg Olson. I like Greg Olson. He works yeah. at Fox. He yeah. works for... I'd like to see him and Tom in the booth at one time. That'd but be awesome. Yeah, three-man crew. The thing with the Tom is it's like... People are like, oh, well, what if he has the personality? No, he has it. Since oh, he's no, been he, in Tampa, he's been on yeah, social media. TikTok, yes. the, the whole Super Bowl tequila incident afterwards yes. where he stumbled off the yacht. You know, it's just he has the personality for it. Mm-hmm. I think people just like to hate on Tom Brady yeah, I mean, it, it's as, a, as a thing. And it's just people talk like, oh, they don't want to do their weekends. They don't want to do that. It's like, no, nah, $375 million for the next 10 years for Sundays for 16 it's weeks. One day, yeah. To, and they're going to fly you out to a game of the week? Yeah. yeah. No, he's own expense. No, he'll be fine. He, yeah, could you really blame him for taking that? No, deal? he'll, he'll I mean, leave on a Saturday, leave, fly, get in on Saturday night, call the game on a Sunday, and then fly out and be back home Sunday night, Monday morning. I mean, absolutely. I have no, nope. I'm sure he's like, oh, yeah, this is nothing. Right. You know, and I'm, I'm sure his wife pushed for that, too. Yeah, and I think the important thing, too, is, I mean, this is something that we talked about when he retired. Well, what's Brady going to do? What's Brady going to do? And now he has something to do. You know what I mean? Well, and he has a podcast, so it's That's just like true, he, he's yeah, yeah. he's breaking into that. And so I, I think it's just like he's going to have his little side hustles, what he's doing, his TB12 brand, all that. I'm sure he'll open up some academy, but yeah. people are people have said, like, well, Peyton never got into it. But no, you're right. Peyton got a TV show, though. Yeah. Peyton same, does same, I mean, Peyton does the Manning cast, so you can't say Peyton's that he places, doesn't. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's, you can't say that he doesn't do something. I, yeah. I get he doesn't want to be like a, calling a game where he's doing his own niche, right, where him and Eli are talking to people from their couches. Yeah. Right, right, That's more Peyton. I, don't, yeah. I didn't see Peyton in a suit talking about right, it. Right, right, right. Where they're like, hey, Tom, you know it's not working the booth. How about we have your own little special type mm-hmm. thing? You know, like, they're going to work with it. Tom Brady, he... He's a brand. He's a face. He's that. He's that. He's that look you want. You know that Hollywood look you like want. They had with Troy Aikman. To, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. it's. I'm surprised ESPN didn't try and pull the trigger. I bet yeah. they're like. They're like. There had to be a bidding war. You know I mean, there, there had to th- that Arthur meme where he's like clenching his oh, fist. Yeah. You know <laughs> the, the the clenching fist. But yeah. now that's ESPN right there. Right. Right. Like, right. That's the executives but, today. 
But it's just like how much they paid Joe Buck and, oh, and Aikman. It's just like, and that's Shit. your Monday night. I don't even like listening to them. I turn it off <laughs> and let the radio play. I, I don't. I gotta say, not that I don't dislike them. They're just so biased. Man. Yeah, they're just so yeah, biased are, against yeah. anyone but Dallas, especially Dallas. Yeah, like I would listen to games in the past where like Seattle, like 2013, 2014, 2015 era, where they were like, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers, blah blah blah," and he was getting blown out. Right. The beginning of the 2014 season, the year after they won the Super Bowl in Seattle, that Thursday night game, when they beat them like 30, 34 to 17 or yeah. something like that. Yeah. It, or 31 to 17. And it was just like, they scored a garbage time touchdown to get it that close. So it's just like, they're like, oh, the great Aaron Rodgers drives them. And then it's just like, oh, but the Seattle Seahawks. Or, yeah. And, like, and I, I like the Patriots. Like, if it wasn't the Patriots or like Dallas or Green Bay, yeah. they bashed people. And I just, right. they're just they, so They picked their favorites. I and it's that. like, you can tell yeah. Aikman. Well, obviously a cowboy, yeah, you know, yeah. but it's just like you you got to have less be less biased. And so yeah, I agree. What they're going to find out is people will start tuning in to Monday nights and then they're going to stop tuning in mm-hmm. and listen to Manning cast, which is going to be better, in my yeah, opinion. That's a good point. And yeah. they're going to not do it because they're just so biased. You, you know right. what I mean? I, want- I, I, I'm not just throwing that word out like people. You see it on social media, you read about it, you see it. They're just like, I literally turned the sound off because I cannot stand them just talking about so-and-so that's not even a part of the game. Yeah, they don't give enough credit to some players that deserve it. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah. where, I mean, it's like the whole debacle, the Booger McFarlane drop, like the oh, yeah. the sideline thing. People were like, no, this yeah, sucks. Like ESPN, like ESPN dropped. They really have. Yeah, they're, they're color comments. They're play-by-play and color comments. I think they had, what, they had Steve Levy and Brian Grease. Grease yeah. Uh, Greasy and a Lewis Riddick, who's by the great, by the way. I love Lewis Riddick, um, but yeah, it, it just it it just didn't feel like who who you it used to be a uh, Mike Tirico, and I think I haven't think it's been that good since Mike Tirico, to be honest. with I you. think he's on Amazon NBC, now. NBC. Well, he was was he? NBC, oh, he's going the Thursday night games. He's going now. to Thursday night yeah, games yeah. now, and so it's just yeah. I don't I don't know. Or no, actually, Al Michaels is doing the Thursday night. Al Michaels, game. that's right. Al Tirico Michaels is yeah. doing the Sunday night. Tirico's games on now. Sunday yeah, night. That's right. That's I was right. like, I know yeah. some big name yeah, just yeah. from NBC went to. Yeah, it's Al, it's Al Michaels. It's just I think Tom's gonna kill it, man. I, I really so do. Too, yeah. I, I think. Cause I mean, Gronk Gronk went in to the the Sunday night oh, Fox right. booth, he did, yeah. the pregame show, and he did great. Yeah, he was just just there for like humor and all that. But it was just it was just like look at look at that panel. That's all former players on the on the Sunday pregame show on That's Fox. What people want to see Howie, Howie Long, Michael Strahan, exactly. Terry Bradshaw, and then at the guest, and then it was Gronk. Mm-hmm. You know, and then what? Who's the big bulky, like a ta- bald Italian guy? I can't remember his name. Oh, he played in the uh, league. Saragusa. Yeah, Saragusa. Even he was a former player. You <laughs> he know? was, yeah. Not yeah. to their stature, but right. it was, he was a former. <laughs> the bald Italian guy that's all bulky. Big Tony Saragusa, man. <laughs> but but he was good. Yeah, that's the thing. And he had a good NFL career. And so it's just like players can do it. You just have to put them in the right environment. And Tom's like, wait, I just got to do one game. Mm. I don't have to do any other coverage. It's right. just Sunday. Sunday primetime football at, at 425. Game I don't know if it's Coast. a West Coast game, it's a 1 o'clock game. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. So it's yeah. like the latest he'll do is 4 o'clock on the East Coast, and the earliest he'll do is 1 o'clock. If you play, if there's a Seattle game that's primetime, or if Dallas is in Seattle, the you know, something yeah, like that. Where the or game even, of the week. Or, or even like just, the, you can say the West Coast Hemisphere from like right. Phoenix, Texas over. Because Fox always has that, the Fox game, game of the, of the week. week. Right, yeah. So it it always seemed like it was freaking Dallas somehow. Every time. Bro. Even when like Kellen Every Moore. Time. Washington, Prosser Native, Yakima Valley, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it's like they were still like, oh, the Dallas Cowboys game Every of the week. week. Yeah. You know what it was? Troy Aikman, man. <laughs> it's what it was. Like they were like three and thirteen that year. Right. They're like Dallas Cowboys bounce back to yeah. win the NFC East. It's, it's like, like no. Thinking, I was thinking that the other day. Not that I'm not a cowboy hater, but I feel like they just get way too much press, bro. It's like it, it's just like 
Now they're talking about the mayor wants another team in Dallas. It's like because their metropolitan size is going to be bigger than Chicago or, right. or New York. Mm-hmm. You know they're going to have a third biggest next to. I'm like bigger please. than Chicago. So like we could have two NFL teams. Yeah, it's all right. Enough with the Cowboys. Like we, it's enough. You know what I mean? It's like, do you see how the two NFL teams is doing in California oh, right in, now? In New York. Oh God. Well, the, they sell out their stadiums. True. You have your diehard so Jet bad, fans and they're their Giants. A bad team, but yeah, you're right. The LA team. Where they, it's like it's just going to be a sister one, but it's like, what if the sister one does better than the Dallas Cowboys? Then mm-hmm. it's like. Yeah, that's you a bad, know what I mean. Jerry, Jerry's not going for that. Jerry's gonna be like, no, nope, no. yeah, nope, not There's happening. No you can shot. put him in San Antonio; they're not coming to Dallas. Right, and, and Jerry, money tall. Jerry, I think Jerry's the richest owner. I mean, there's no way he's Roger Goodell is going to go to him and he's going to approve that. No, I, th- I think the Dallas Cowboys on the Forbes list was like number three. Oh, really? Or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, it was, like, it, it was like, in like Manchester United or something. It was Man United. I think Real Madrid. Oh wow, soccer team. Okay. Yankee, yeah, Yankees. I feel like the Yankees, um, Lakers were up there. Yeah, the Yankees have to be number one. But I, yeah, I I'll, let's pull that up. We can pull that up next. We can talk about that because we need stuff to talk about. It's kind of we're getting this yeah. like weird dry season for yeah. for sports. But um, but I think you bring up a good point. You know, Brady really does have a personality. He you does. Know? And I think I'm not dissing the Patriots when I say this, but you know, it's a, it's it's wrapped up there. You know, you're not really you know even Gronk in press conferences like, well, I, I don't want to get in trouble. You know what I mean? So which which works because they win Super Bowl. So I'm not dissing it, but. When he left New England, I feel like he kind of turned into this social butterfly type of player, you know, and he's gotten TikToks now and he's making jokes on Instagram and he's tweeting all the time. And like you said, he's he's got his own media company and, and training company. I mean, this guy, like he has a personality. He's not just a stone. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel like he's going to do well. well and he was in he was in Ted, too, back when he yeah. was when he was playing in New That's England. True. So it's yeah. not like he's never had it. I think he's just like, you know what? This is who we are. This is this is our organization. That's the way it is. And I yeah. think he had an input on that culture too. Right. So he's kind of like, I got I got to stick to it too. Like this is the this is the culture Bill Trick and I have, have like like put into place and implemented. Right. So I have to follow suit. Now it's like Tampa because when it's game time, it it's the same Tom Brady. Hey, we're onto this. We're doing this. Yeah. I can do better. I suck. Always locked. But in, off yeah. season, he's more out there. Yes. You know that's correct. where he's having more a little bit more fun. I think that's just more like a. Yeah, I won the I won my seventh Super Bowl without Bill, without yeah, the Patriots. Kind of what more do I got to prove? I, but I'm still trying to compete. And I think he was going to go into retirement, like because he originally retired, right? Yeah. But I think it was just more people. They beat him to it because you got to be the first to get it, like mm-hmm. Schefter and yeah, all these was, guys. That, you got to be the first him. to get oh, it. Yeah, and he's like, no you know doubt. what? Yeah. I didn't go out on my own terms. Yeah. I'll retire when I'm ready. And Fox is like, we have a ten year contract waiting <sighs> for you before anyone else tries to snag Smart. it. Yeah. Sign this and the. The next season you're done, we will start you. Yeah. And so. he's got a great uh, partner as well. Brian um, Burkhardt is great. And uh, do you, now do you think this will be his – I mean, I, I don't even know why I'm asking this because it might not be. It probably won't be. But do you think this might be his last year? Do you think I now, think it will be. I think this yeah, is the last because, year. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of a telltale sign that, look, if we don't win the Super Bowl with this team this year, there's really nothing else I could do. You know what I mean? Yeah, because so. he was thinking about trying to go to Miami. Right, like there was right. that rumor. And so mm-hmm. it's just like – no, I think now that he has this this ink deal with Fox, I think it's like, you know what? I'm still around the game. I, I think he was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do, <laughs> is what it was. Like, okay, I'm retired. He didn't know what he was going to do. For yeah. two weeks, he's like, no, what it was was he saw gas prices. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I can't even retire yet, man. I can't retire with these gas prices. I can't retire these gas prices. Wives all my balls, man. I got to freaking make some money. Right, right. <laughs> but she makes more than him. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but that's true. I think it's just more like, he was just like, Okay, I have this, I have that. I I think it was more he had a plan, but he wasn't like set in stone plans. Right. Kind of like, okay, I'll kind of figure it out, which no one knows, right? You never know. It's just speculation. That's just talking. But I think I think with this Fox deal, he's gonna be like, you know what? Halfway through the season, if they're because they may not make the wild card this year. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just one of those. I, I I mean I don't know who's in their division. Carolina, Carolina, right? 
Carolina, Atlanta is not going to throw Atlanta's them out. Atlanta's not going to do anything. Saints, maybe. Maybe. Ah, no. Okay, they're going to make maybe. the playoffs. They're going to win their own division. They'll probably go undefeated in their own division. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll make that, but it's like they're not going to be a one seed. Yeah. You, you got to go through the Rams. You got to go through Phoenix if they pick Phoenix, Arizona, Arizona if they pick it up. Yeah. Um, if Dallas can pull it out, I know we talk about Dallas and overhype, but they have the squad the, to do you know, it. I think the Eagles are kind of going under the radar. I know they got the. Um, nah, nah. No, I'm you don't think so. so. No, God, no. Well, I'm I always say that because the they got AJ Brown, they have Devontae Smith. You know, they have a good offense. You know, with Sanders as well. But the question is the quarterback. I mean, I mean, and you got you still got Green Bay. Yeah, right. With Aaron Rodgers, you can't yeah. count them out. They're Minnesota still- too. I feel like you know Minnesota might. They got the what they keep saying. This guy is this their head coach. He's the mini Sean McVay. You know, we'll see what happens we'll with see. that. We'll see. But we'll see. But you got you got Mr. Average Joe, Average Joe, Kirk Cousins behind oh, center, yeah, that's true. who actually had a good season last oh, year. Last it's year he just did, yeah. they didn't win games, and that's right. what it comes down to. So, right, right, right. Um, I don't know. I just I just don't see them. I just don't see them doing it. Making I, you Super know, Bowl. It's just yeah. it's hard. It's hard in the NFL. It's it really hard. And yeah. and I think Dallas is going to be a better team. I think Dallas could be a one seed. I think I think the playoffs will end up going through Dallas. But then it's like you still got San Francisco, who's not going anywhere. Right. Oh, and yeah. And so it's just True. like that whole West, and you got the defending champs. Yeah. They got better in the offseason. So it's just like the Rams could repeat. You just never know in the NFL. I yeah. just think he didn't go out on his own terms. I think he's literally going to step on a podium and be like, my name's Tom Brady and I'm retiring. Right. Yeah, like like Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. I, I am Iron Man. You right, know, like right. I'm retiring. <laughs> That's going to be Tom Brady. He's yeah. at his, his final game, his final press conference, he'd be like, this. You know what? This is it. I'm gonna go into my next chapter of my life. I had I want to do it on my own terms. Yeah, yeah. I think he was forced into it because they were like his dad and everyone was like, no, no. I haven't talked to Tommy. He calls him Tommy. I haven't talked to Tommy. Like, mm. we have no word. Like, yeah. And I'm not just saying like no one knows. Like people close to him. Like, like oh. I, I, no, I agree with you on that point. I, I think he didn't like the way it was handled. Um, he wants to go out on his own terms, and I think part of this is that deal too. He's like, look, you know, you guys are so concerned about what I'm doing afterwards. Well, here it is. You know, so. We'll see what happens with that, but yeah, I, you know, Tom, Tom, you know, I feel like people underrate Tom. You know, he's got a personality. He's not just a stone. You know what I mean? Like he can definitely, you know, bring something to the table with that broadcast. And well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, the Buccaneers, they they're bringing kind of bringing back the same roster. They they have different pieces here and there. Of course, Todd Bowles is the coach now. But we'll see how he does. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's gonna be. I, I can't. I mean, it's what is it? It's it's May, and I can't wait for the NFL already. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I, I'm, I'm a baseball guy, so I'm, oh, I'm sure, still sure. I'm still in baseball mode, but. But um, really, yeah. that's that's it. I just can't really think of anything else NFL wise. I mean, I got I got project like predictions for like bust and who could be this yeah, and that. The, but the schedule comes out tomorrow. <laughs> and by the way, it's rumored, and I I hope I'm right on this. A lot of reporters have been saying it. Who 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 are the Seahawks playing Week One? Of course, they're playing the Broncos. Of course, Week One. So we'll see. What oh, are they? That's what I keep seeing. And my best friend, who's a Broncos fan, who actually was going to come out for the game whenever it was, he texted me, of course, saying I can't go because. That's the one that one the one weekend he can't go is week one, and of course they're playing week one, so we won't be able to go to the game, which is kind of a bummer. But um, but no, I yeah, I keep seeing reports. That's you know that's the week that'll one. Be, that'll probably be game of the week right there. That's yeah. gonna be game of the week right there. And, um, and by the way, we gotta bring this up too. What what is with Pete Carroll's confidence in this kid, uh, Drew Locke? Like he's like, well, if Drew Locke would have been the first pick in the draft this year, which maybe he could have been. I don't know. But bam, boy, I think I, I think he's better than Pickett and Willis. Yeah, I think so too. I'll, I'll, go, yeah. I'll, I'll agree with him on that so sense. Too. But he just has a lot of confidence in this kid, so we'll see what happens. I mean, I you know they're not. It doesn't look like they're getting Baker. I think that ship has sailed, and 
We shall see. I mean, Gino's the backup, but he's the backup for a reason. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I, I don't know. And those guys saying Gino should be the starter. It's like, no. no you saw uh, what he did last yeah. year. No. He had like one good throw, and that was pretty Unless much you're it. trying to tank. Right, right. For a guy, which actually, I'm going to go on the limb. I, I'm not against tanking, but I'm not like, hey, you should tank. But, right, right. Uh, Bryce Young's in this draft class, and Bryce Young's like yeah, the next. He's, he's not, and he's not even like the best quarterback in this class. That's what I'm seeing. And too, so he's yeah. going to be like third or fourth. If you can get in the top 10, you could probably snag. Bryce Young from Alabama right. in that mid-early 10s rounds. So in the first 10, 10, 10 picks, 10 rounds, 10 yeah. picks. Yeah. And so, I, I don't know. I mean, ride Drew Locke if he's the guy. And if it's not, you throw Eason in there. Throw Smith. I mean, easy, what do you got to yeah. lose this season? Exactly. So He's got a lot of confidence in Pete Carroll. I mean, and again, I'm just so I mean, sure. honestly, honestly, I can see if they do, if the rumor's true, they play uh, Denver plays in Seattle first game, I could see an upset. Mm. I really could just because it, the Imagine fans that, are. That'd be a big upset. That'd be a big upset. And it just shows like, I don't think Russell Wilson is enough to push the Broncos where they need to be. They're saying like, oh, Super Bowl contenders. You got the Raiders who got better. Mm. The Chargers aren't going anywhere. And you play in the same division as the Chiefs who aren't going anywhere for the next 10 years. I do so. think the Broncos will be a playoff team. But again, I think there's so much competition in the AFC that you just can't automatically say they're going to be Super Bowl contenders. Well, just their division in general. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,. The Raiders are always like that odd, but like, oh, they could win 10 games or they could lose They're and only win four teams. games. And they just got Devontae Adams. Right, right. And that defense is good. So, I mean, it's – we'll see. It's going to be an exciting season, at least for the AFC West. Yeah, right. But, I mean, it's they're going to beat up on each other. And yeah. I just don't – You're okay, so now, they, now you're going to see with Russell Wilson. Okay, he had DK, he had Lockett, he had good receivers, and people are saying Jerry, Judy, and, and what's-his-face are better than these yeah, receivers. Hamlin. Yeah. I, I would take – Jerry, Judy, I would take over – DK right now, but I would take Lockett. You know, it's one of those like pick them type yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't stop from being five eleven and not being able to throw up the middle. Right. So it's just like that's still a problem in Denver. Now, do you so have the Broncos missing the playoffs? I have the Broncos missing the playoffs. Really? I have the oh, Broncos okay. missing the playoffs. I All think right. San Diego's gonna make that jump their third year with Herbert. I think um Carr Vegas, they're about to ride it. We got now they have to win with Carr because now we just got you a number one guy. Yeah, the guy yeah. you wanted. Yeah. One of the best in the league. You argued the best in the league. It's time for you to Put up and shut up now. Yeah, so we'll see, man. It, that, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see Denver making the playoffs. Well, like you said, I mean, just that division alone is going to be fun to watch. Like, I'm going to like designate a certain amount of time watching football this year or this upcoming year to just the AFC West. Like, let's see how the AFC West is doing. So it's going to be like the NFC West. I feel like you know, in years past. So we'll see. Let, let's move on to uh, some UFC, right? We had the big fights. Yeah, so. we can talk about it real quick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Justin Gage. Really? Do the, I say his name? Gagey? Gagey. Right? Yeah, Gagey. Okay. Yeah, Gagey. So, um. And Oliveira, right? Oliveira's just that good of a fighter. He's just that guy. Um, Who did you have before the fight? Did you have Oliveira? I actually had Gagey. Oh, okay. I thought Gagey, because Gagey has that knockout power at 155. You could throw it like pound for pound. He's one. He's a knockout specialist, but Oliveira just showed, like, they were hitting each other. They were clipping each other. It just showed no one's ever submitted Gagey in the first round. Oliveira's just that guy. and so it, But he lost his title because he didn't make weight. <sighs> It was a point five pound? half a pound, yeah. Ugh. And so championships, you can't do that. Are you vacant? Wow. So like non championship fights, you get that half pound. You do get that uh, half okay. pound. Okay. And so so okay. you, you you get a pound really. Where the card was the card was just eh. I mean, Cerrone yeah. had food poisoning. He got he's oh, out. Right. He just yeah, came yeah. out and said, "I'm gonna get 50 fights and then I'm done." So he already said he's like he's got 49 coming up in June for his 49th fight. He says 50 is my last one. So you could probably say around Christmas time he's gonna fight again, and then it's. He's gonna retire, so which I think yeah. he should. He's I think he's on a four fight lose streak. Oh, and so it's yeah. just like you got your money fighting McGregor. Just yeah, 
Hey, he's, he has a movie coming out. Oh, he's, he? he's Cowboy oh, Cerrone. I can't remember oh, the name geez. of it right now, but right, I was right, my buddy right. Trevor, who's been up with us on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wait, is that, is that Cowboy Cerrone in the movie? He's like, yeah, he's, he's, he's <laughs> playing a cowboy. He's playing a cowboy. Oh, yeah. Well, that so makes sense. It, it right. looks good. I'll watch it. You know, right, but it's right. just like, we'll see how he is as an actor. That well, could be the next transition in his life is, is acting, but. Really, the car overall, the car was just eh. Yeah, I mean, you had, well, you had wrote, not, you had Namajunas and um, it's uh, Sparza going at it, and that right. was the most boring fight I think I've ever seen in my life. Oh jeez! And then Rose saying like, "Oh, you expect me to like f my face up? Like, no, f that." It's like, no, you like because people want bloodbaths, right? No, no one wants it. No one. Their strategy, like, she didn't do anything. Like, she was just literally circling a ring, or a ring, the octagon the whole time. Where Sparza was trying to engage, and they did, and whatever. Rose had a couple takedown, had a takedown. And then took her down the fifth, and she thought she won. Um, and in the past with UFC, because you heard about it, like they didn't do anything, they still retained a title. Right. Where it's like you didn't do enough to beat the champ, so we're gonna give it to the champ. Where now there's, if you look at it now, like Woodley's a prime example. He had probably the second most boring fight I've ever seen too. <laughs> I can't remember who it was against. It was a, but it was it was a title now, fight. When you he, say boring, do you mean like just not enough action? Like zero action. Right. Fans are booing you. Oh, that's bad. Each round because it's that boy. Like, uh, like you get the first round, you're really filling each other out. That does happen. You yeah. can see that with like the best of the so, best. So like Floyd Mayweather type UFC, just duck in and juke in and you know. Yeah, but people contact. are they were engaged. Like it's like Esparza was trying to engage, but she Rose was not having it. And then right. like she'd had a late take down the fifth, but it's like up to that point, you could argue Esparza won the run the first four rounds. It was just it was boring and. Then she was saying, like, oh, I should have won and blah, blah. It's just like. Really? Wow. No, I, I think she deserved to lose. Yeah. You didn't do enough to defend your title. Because, like I said, in the past, it used to be, well, you didn't do enough to beat the champ. Where now it's like, no, the champ didn't do enough to defend her title. And that's not the opposing the opposing fighter's fault. Sure. Like, she literally was running the whole time. That's, and trying not to get hit. Boring. Which, which there's, like, trying not to get him be defensive fighter and feeling out. But, like. The fire, like I was on my phone during that fight. Like that's like that's, that's how like, I'm. No, I'm pretty yeah. big. Like, okay, I'll check my phone. Whatever. I was on my phone on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram and mm -hmm. whatever you name it. Weren't. Yeah, weren't paying attention. But then Canelo lost. Canelo yeah, lost this weekend. I'm, that was I mean, huge. I, I didn't get to. I didn't watch it, but it was just someone's like, "Oh, Canelo lost." Yeah. I and speaking of Canelo, it. the <laughs> there's rumors the judges on their monitors were watching the Canelo fight over the fight with Nama Judas and Sparza in UFC. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just like, yeah. Um, Canelo he bumped up. He was fighting a bigger fighter. Um, really, he just take that chance. He's just trying to solidify more of a legacy. Kind of like, hey, he's already gonna be one of the best ever. That, yeah. That's gonna go. He's yeah. gonna go down as one of the best boxers ever. I believe he's a middle. I want to say he's a middleweight. He's I mean, lost, he's bounced around so much. He's but, only lost twice, right? I mean, his first one was to to Floyd Mayweather, but it was that yeah. his second one, his second yeah. loss. Wow. Yeah. And so they're. And I think it's setting up a triple G fight, like a money fight. Mm. They already say that's gonna happen now. Right. And so I he he's been bumping up in weight, and I think he finally like he he looked small. Right. That was the, like he he looked like a toothpick compared, and it was just. That's got to be tough, man. I mean, building like, up that weight and getting up to that point and, and just knowing that you're still too small. Because even know? like when he would bulk up, you're like, okay, Canelo still looks big. Mm. But then he got to this point, you're like, ooh, he, he does not look big. We were talking with Steve Roach about it today mm, yeah, or yesterday, and he was yeah. like, he was like, no, he looks small. And he couldn't land any punches. He la he like landed 17%. Wow. Landed 82 total for a whole the whole fight. And so it's just, but he said, he's like, he's like, no, I lost. It wasn't like an excuse like, oh, because I bumped up X amount of weight or all yeah. this. Like, he's like, no, I lost. Thank you to everyone. You know all this. Like he, he's like, no, no, I lost. That, that, that was it. He's like, That's I lost. He admitted it. On yeah. to the next. You know, thank you for support of, uh, you know the like the country like Mexico. Like sure, all that. he's sure. very prideful of this country. You know the country's behind him. All that. Yep, yep. And so it's just on to the next form. And I think he's, it's gonna be triple G. Triple G. Yeah. It's gonna be triple G. The so, trilogy or the fourth fight? Trilogy. Wow, man.
Yeah, I I was shocked when I saw that. I mean, I didn't even know he bumped up in weight, but that total makes total sense now. Um, so yeah, and but but the the other highlight, I will say, one highlight of the UFC uh, weekend was that kick to the face. Oh, oh Chandler, my goodness! And Chandler's a bad man. Oh, he's a bad man. I think I think he should get a title shot. I mean, there's a couple, but they're saying Islam Khabib's guy. Mm. Um, there's a couple guys in the top five, but it's like that. That's the most stacked division in it, and people you have UFC conspiracy theorists that are like. They they sabotage that weight, so if, if Oliveira wins, it's vacant, and it sets up a major title-slash-money fight between him and McGregor. Right. Which you can't rule out. And yeah, I'm not going to be like for McGregor fanboy, but it's like, what's more enticing? Right. Oliveira versus McGregor, and this is probably McGregor's last fight in the UFC, let's be honest, because yeah. he's, he's lost like three straight, two yes. to Poirier, yes. and then... One to Nate Diaz, right? Well, no, he beat he lost to Nate a couple years ago. Right. Um, then he beat him pretty much following that back up. So I think it was he lost to Nate. At 170, because that was like a catchweight fight, and Nate beat him, submitted him. Then he fought Mayweather, and then he fought Nate, oh, and then right. he was like out for X amount of years. Yeah, like, he just yeah. didn't fight for a couple well, years. Well, Ferguson, and it seemed like everybody was calling out McGregor after their fight. Yeah, Ferguson did, Oliveira did, yeah. Chandler did, so yeah. it's just like, and honestly, I I don't think McGregor should have a title fight. If you're trying to go for a money gimmick, yeah, sure. Right. Cash it out, X amount, you're going to sell the most pay-per-views you've ever sold Type that it's gonna be one of those fights if you were to do that. McGregor, but then you're gonna people. have the conspiracy to like it's all about money. Mm, like this, yeah. he's the ninth ranked fighter, and you're throwing him in a title fight. Right, right. But tickets sell, pay per view sell, and Dana, it's it's a yes, business. Yes, that's what Dana and, wants. And so the last fight, I don't think he was gonna beat Poirier, but he he did. His ankle did snap in half, and yeah. so he didn't actually get to complete the fight. True. Which I'm not saying that like Poirier was gonna win that fight, but it's just like he broke his ankle, you know. Right, but now right. he's he's fighting at. He's sitting like 190 pounds. Like, have you seen him recently? Yeah, he's a big guy. He's a walking tank for his size, you know. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he's like, I don't want to cut. That's that's too almost too big of a cut. Like, I, I need to know if it's for a title for me to want to cut that weight. Almost. Right, right. But I, I think if Chandler, I, I think actually him and Chandler would be a great fight. Yeah, it's it. Chandler's gonna bump up. Chandler, I think, is in the top five now. Because I think he was like at six. He'll probably he'll probably stick at five because. Gage, he just dropped down one spot. Oliveira technically dropped down a spot because he's not the champion anymore. Right. So I think it goes. It goes. Um, one's Oliveira, two is Gagey, three is Poirier, four is Islam, five is um, or someone dropped in that because Chandler's now five. Mm-hmm. He's fifth. And so, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Bruce or somebody? It's like some like Danish, not Danish. I can't remember who he is. Um, he's like from over there, from like over in the European, like Norway or something. I can't. Right. I can't remember off the top of my head, but he. I wish I knew. Bruce, or it's some, it's something like that, and so he he's a good. I've seen him fight. I just only seen him like once or twice, so right. I can't like really like talk about it. As you can tell, like I don't know even know like his name. No, but I get what you're saying. I mean, but you he, know. he's in the top five, and right. so they're saying like he should get a shot. So it's just like what they should do, just a round robin, just you knock <laughs> each other out, just a tourney. Yeah, that'd be you cool. know, just do a tournament. That'd be the really first cool, first actually. ever UFC. I never thought of championship that. tournament. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be really, I'd, I'd watch that. Uh, that'd be that'd be cool. You know, you three rounds big guys and you move on. Right, right, right. Or like right. it's like every it's a tournament, so it can't be like the through. It's not like uh like double headers in baseball, right? You'd have to do it like okay, this month is this fight. Yeah, eight weeks it's this fight, and then you just move on like a bracket till you get to the title fight. You start it for the beginning of the year, and you work your way through the next five four pay per views. That'd be smart. And you know how much money that would generate? Yeah, it's a tournament. Then you yeah. get then people are like oh. I mean, so, so now you're saying a championship champion can't hide from me. I can actually win my way right. to that title. And people will fill out their bread. Listen, March Madness is such a big thing. 
And we always say, like, man, college football should really adopt that. Well, if the UFC adopts it, man, that'd be huge. And there's no champion. So it only like there's actually like a vacant title. So no, no more of this interim champions. Yeah, yeah. No more of this. Because even Gagey, he was a champion. He won the interim title when he did win a couple, like, I think it was like a year or two ago. Um, and he's like, I don't want that. That's not the real title. I want, I want Habib. That's when Habib was suspended. He's like, I want Habib. Mm. I want to win that title. And then Habib beat him, mm. you know, to retain and retired. But it's just like not, you have a totally vacant title because no one wants to be interim champion. They want they don't want no asterisk or so. So what happens with the with the title? And I'm just asking because I don't know what's asking what the, what's going on with the title with uh, Oliveira now because who just, has who has no that? It's vacant, so somebody no one has, has to it. fight for it. Is, like so, how does that work? So it would just be pretty much all of Oliveira won, so he's the number one contender. Oh. So there's no champion, so he just bumped down to one because he beat Gagey. So the belt will be fought for between two guys who don't even have it. Pretty much, ah, it'll, oh, it'll, title ah. will be on the line, and okay, so it'll okay. just be it, it's going to be Oliveira, but you're going to take your pick, not Gagey, but you're going to have like Poirier, Islam. They're fighting for you. Could throw Chandler in that mix. It's just one of those like people throw McGregor's name around there, you know, just to stir it up because it's a possibility. Yeah, but I, I'm for the tournament. There's yeah, a vacant too. title, so no one's like, oh, well, you're just avoiding me or all this, you know. No, vacant title, one through ten. Fight, you seed them like you do NCAA in playoffs, one versus ten, two versus nine, right. three, you know, three, seven, et cetera, all the way down, and then move forward with it. Mm, I'm pay per view and just that. make that a and just make that a lightweight uh pay per view, mm, yeah, because then yeah. you knock half of them out, so then you're back down to the you know, to the top five or whoever top seed gets a buy, then you move into the next one where it's right. just like there, there's money in it, and there's so much, I mean. It's an idea for a vacant title. Why not? Why not test the waters with the most stacked division in UFC? That's how I look. I at think it. it's a great idea. I definitely because no one can that. run. You get seated. You're ranked nine. You're ten. Whatever top ten, and then you run with it. I think that'll draw in fans like me as well that don't know it as well as other people. But I think that will draw me in to watch it. And I think the money would be well. And you could put that in a stadium. Yeah, you can oh, put that in a sure. football stadium. Yeah, that, like the like out. the main event. You throw that in the uh, Alliance Stadium, right, over there in Vegas instead of instead of the T-Mobile. Right, you fill seventy five thousand right. yeah. seats like they do for Whit, uh, Wembley mm-hmm. over in England for Tyson Fury. Oh, fill up right. seventy five thousand yeah. seats. So it's been done before. You know, you they can do it. Yeah. Wow, man, it, that'd be something. It, I mean, they do it for boxing. Like Joshua's fought in. At Wembley, Wembley for when ninety yeah. in front of ninety thousand people, Fury just did his last fight, so it's doable. But they mm. have contracts like MGM and T-Mobile. They go to these arenas, but it's just like if you do a tournament and like you have your final four and whatever, like to just make it like a like a championship fights where it's like okay, you have your final four going for this title, Oliveira say versus McGregor, because then it's like okay, now you know who your top fighters are. And then once they move on, then you can seed them from there. But then you get your true champion. It's not yeah, like they'll know. Yeah. one versus nine, where it's like, is nine really <laughs> right. McGregor justifiable for a title? You know, yeah, or yeah. someone sitting at seven. So it's it's just in that sense. Why not? Why not try and run with it? Yeah, with a stacked one through ten mm-hmm. division, a yeah. vacant title. Right. Everyone, ev- anyone could win on any night. That's the thing in that division. I love it. Anyone I, could win on any night. Why not? Why not run a one through ten tournament? Start it in. Now, in the beginning of the year, New Year's kick it off, and then it's sell it out at, at Alliance Stadium, 75,000 seats Man. for the title. Do you think UFC will ever get to that point where even if it's not a tournament, if it's just one if it's just one weekend, do you think they'll ever go to stadiums? I mean, I know they've gone overseas. I but... think they will. There's contracts and yeah. money involved with like T-Mobile Arena and oh, MGM and, right, right, right. and all this. And they travel around well, but it's like, if you do something like that, and then you have like partnered with T-Mobile or whoever, but you hold it at the... Allegiant Stadium. Allegiant, I said Alliant last time. Allegiant Stadium. Mm-hmm. Then 
why not? It's it's yeah. money. You're gonna pass up seventy five thousand people coming to watch. Right. And it people saw like I said they saw Wembley. They sold out the fight. Uh, uh what's his name? Jeff Horn, Joe Horn versus um Pacquiao years ago in Australia. Oh, Ni- yeah, a ninety five thousand ninety five thousand seated stadium. So it's just like they do it for boxing. You can do it for UFC if you do it the right a tournament. Just do it. the professional fight league. It's not the it's ESPNs, but they do a tournament. Like you win, you move on. Mm-hmm. Then you just keep moving on in that class. Then you get the chance. Then you get it because it's seasons. So season one, season two, they're doing. They actually have seasons now. Yeah. Where UFC, you have to do a season, but it's like, hey, if there's a vacant title, run with it. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. You you have a champion in welterweight, but the top four fighters eats their own. Okay, you have a final four, and that's the tournament going forward. One through one phases four, two versus three. I think that's how you should do it. I think you need to start just running it where it's like, okay, there's the pay-per-view where it's going to be a welterweight and then a champion here, mm-hmm. but to ride it to the next pay-per-view. Uh-huh. So then you have a final four, then the next pay-per-view could be that, and then it leads into something else where it's just more like people will be like, okay, you're spending 70 bucks now for a pay-per-view, mm. yeah. really. And so it's that's just true. like this pay-per-view, people are like, oh, do I really want to buy a pay-per-view again? You know, so it, not people, they're going to do it. You're going to have fans that want to watch the fights every night, every pay-per-view whatever the price is, right? So I just think they need to make it more enticing now, mm-hmm. especially after this card. Despite the Oliveira win, despite the Chandler knockout, the rest of the card was was below average mediocre at best. Yeah. So that's well, that's just my take on no, it. I know I, I rambled I, a lot, but it's just kind of no, like... No, I think it's a great idea. And I like I said, average fans like me would watch it, and um, it, it's all about exposure and money at this point, you know? And I think they would get that with that deal. Or not, sure. e- not even uh, Allegiant. Jerry World in Dallas. Oof, yeah, yeah. I think he could see a hundred thousand in that. Right. And right. you have the mega freaking jumbotron, uh, jumbotron yeah, above it. Like, yeah. do it. Yeah. Hold, hold, hold a ninety just show like because boxing shows that we could sell. We could sell soccer stadiums. And they do at ninety thousand people in, right. in England. Right. You could sell out a ninety. Uh, you could sell Jerry or the Mercedes, the Mercedes Dome over in in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you have the venues for it. So. Run away with it. Well, they put on <laughs> Atlanta. They put on WrestleMania can sell out right, seventy five thousand seats. UFC can sell out seventy five thousand oh, seats. Hundred percent. That's just my take on it. My last thing I want to talk about is um, Oliveira, though, and we talked about this last weekend. Like he was, he missed it by a point five pounds, half a pound. And like you said, it's like they gave him time to cut it, and he still couldn't cut it, which is surprising. No, go poop. Right, you know, you hear that. Like I was like, it's like people that have like that like, fight and have, have cut weight, and they're just like half a pound. Like like, dude, go take it. Go take a shit. Yeah, like, right, literally, right, it's right, like, right, go right. take a shit. But it's like, if he's already done that. Yeah. But, like, at half pound, you have an hour. Like, you could probably sit in a sauna and, and melt that and sweat in an hour. Wow. Throw a suit on and sweat. And, and he lost go. the title because of it. Man, that's yeah. crazy, bro. Wow. And like, and he, like he's, he's like, no, that's my title today. And he goes, dude, you didn't make weight. Yeah. He's like, you didn't make weight. You got to make weight. I have to follow through. You didn't make weight. Yeah. Congrats. But you're the number one contender now. That's pretty much what he said. Wow. And that's so, crazy, man. But, you know, like I said, you didn't make weight. That's the bottom line. You guys, boxers do it. UFC fighters got to do it too. So, And they got to look into it because Poirier's thinking about trying to bump up to welterweight to 170 to fight. Where he used to fight too. He's he's fluctuated. Nate Diaz does. McGregor's thinking about going to welterweight because right. he's sitting like 190. So it's just like you got to do something with that division. You can't lose these guys in tournaments the way to go. Do yeah. a tournament. I'm for it as well, 100%. So I think we talked about everything, man. It's been a slow week, but we managed to fill an hour. So. Yeah, we were like, well, maybe get 20 minutes in today. <laughs> yeah, right. But we did a good job filling an hour for sure. But, of course, it's episode 35 of the Talking Ball podcast. Of course, you can find us on SoundCloud, 
Spotify, Apple iTunes podcast as well. So make sure to definitely tune in there as well. Our website, www.talkingballsportspodcast.com. Yep. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And it's talking with the hyphen, at, not a hyphen, excuse oh, me, an the, apostrophe uh, yes, at the yes. end. Not talking, talking. We're talking. We're talking, yeah. We're talking yeah, ball. Right. We're talking ball. Do the jersey in there for Ryan. We're talking ball. <laughs> talking ball. There we go. That's the jersey accent. <laughs> All right, for Antonio, I'm Ryan. We are signing off for episode 35. We'll see you guys next episode. Later, guys.